This show is brought to you by Impact DFW. Impact DFW is Fort Worth's leading queer social group with virtual events happening every day. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, and all podcast platforms. They literally have everything. Now go over there and support them because they support us. Hello, hello. This is your co-host, Prep Poppy, and this is Hosting, the podcast where we talk about queer sex stories. We want to hear all about your deep, dark, dirty, graphic encounters. They can be good. They can be bad. They can just be very memorable to you. And today's host is actually going to be anonymous. So we want to make sure that everyone feels comfortable telling their stories and everyone is invited to the table to tell their stories. So if you have a story and you don't necessarily want your voice behind it, um, that's what the 21st century is for. We can we can fix that. Maybe there is an app for that. So please come on down and tell us your story because actually I got a lot out of our next guest and we want to make sure that we're representing everyone. So again, hosting is a safe space. You can come here and not be judged. If you don't want all of Fort Worth to know you're a big fisting bottom, that is cool. We still want to hear your fisting story. So without further ado, here is our first anonymous host. Unfortunately, it's not about fishing, but it's still a good story. So here, here you go. Hello, my name is Wengo69. And today I'm going to tell you about the time I hooked up with my first partner. So I go by he and him. And pretty much verse, but back then I was a verse bottom. And we hooked up a few years back, and it was like in the North Texas area. And I met this guy at a bar, and he told me. He was positive, well, that's not the main thing. He was tall, handsome, just had a, this beautiful mustache and this head of hair, blue eyes, and he was really attractive, and he was attracted to me. And so we started talking, and he was really friendly, and we just, you know, started talking about each other and what we did and how long we had been looking for somebody. And um, so as we talked through the evening, you know, it started getting late because we'd started about early afternoon and he invited me over to his place and uh, he lived in an apartment by himself. And I said, sure, 
and really, I had never had sex with anybody up to that point. And he said that, you know, he would take it easy with me. And I said, awesome. So we went to his place. It was nicely decorated, had lots of plants. And I kind of like just, you know, started talking with him just to feel comfortable because I was nervous. And uh, so, you know, we sat like, I sat on a chair, he sat on the sofa, and then he motioned to have me go sit by him. So I did, and um, we started, we were watching TV, and, but then he was, you know, like, holding my hand, then, you know, he put his hand over my leg and he started just feeling me and I started to feel him. And um, so we, you know, started to kiss and um, he was a real good kisser, um, you know, the whole tongue thing. And um, um, started really getting aroused by him doing that. And he was very muscular too. So, you know, just feeling this strong man next to me and then starting to touch me and then hold me. It was really exciting. And um, he said, well, why don't we go over to the bed? And uh, we went to his bedroom. And so it was actually pretty tall. He had this tall ass bed. It's like, what the hell? Anyway, so we climbed on the bed. We took our clothes off, and so, you know, we started sucking each other off. Um, I know that that was, that was the easy part <laughs> for me to learn, um, because I had done that part before, but I had never had, like, you know, anything else as far as sex goes before that point. And um, then, um, you know, we started kissing again, and, you know, it started getting really, really hot. Um, and uh, he had already told me that he was positive for HIV. And I said, well, that's cool, because, you know, I researched it, and I talked to people about being positive, and um, I was negative. And so I, I told him, you have condoms. And like, this was before uh, prep. And so, you know, he said, yeah. 
So he brought out the condoms and the lube. And um, he was very patient. He put it on me. And, you know, I said, okay, cool. And um, I was so nervous, I just couldn't do it. Because I wanted to fuck him, but I couldn't do it. I was scared. Anyway, so he put a condom on his dick. And um, then, you know, lubed my ass up. And um, just slowly put his finger in me. Slowly. And um, it felt good. Um, And... um, then um, he said, you know, to get on top of him. And um, I said, okay. So I did. And um, he let me take it really easy um, because it was, it was a little tight and it was, he was really hard. And so, um, you know, he started pumping, and it felt real good. And so, you know, I went down and kissed him, and um, while I was riding him, and it felt s- so hot, it really did. And then um, he said, "Let's try this other position." Uh, bloop bloop bloop. But first, a word from our sponsors. Now, this episode is brought to you by PrEP. That's right, pre-exposure prophylaxis. We love PrEP. Get started on PrEP today by calling or texting 817-992-6374. AOC provides free labs, free provider visits, and free financial assistance. That's right, you can get PrEP for free. Call or text 817-992-6374 today. Bloop, bloop, bloop. So, he laid me on my side, on the bed, and... um. And, you know, he stuck his dick in me. The condom was still on. And so, you know, he started pumping and heaving. And um, it was feeling so good. And then he was going at it pretty hard when he came. And he pulled it out, but when he pulled it out, the condom had broken. And so I was really nervous. And um, I said, what the hell? And um, he said, don't worry, you know, I can take you to my doctor in the morning. And I said, why? And he said, because there's something called PEP. And um, he can start you on that. And I said, well, what's all that about? He said, well, if you start on PEP, you know, you'll take the meds for a little while. And, um, and you know, it'll help not get HIV. And I said, no way. He said, yeah. So I said, okay. So long story short, Next day, you know, went to see his doctor and um, told him what happened. And um, he put me on these HIV meds for about 28, 30 days. And 
said to take them and, and just get tested. Um, to get first get tested, you know, he to get tested. I got tested right away and then test, you know, at the end of the of the uh, taking all the meds, and so I did. So I was negative. So it was an interesting lesson because, I, you know, I stuck with him even after that because it wasn't his fault. I knew. He had condoms that were still within their expiration date, um, and um, and he knew about PEP and he knew about HIV, obviously. So, going through that experience, I guess it was great in that it taught me it's good to get on. PrEP, because PrEP wasn't around back then. And so, so when PrEP came around, you know, I said, yes, this is for me. And, um, and um, so, yeah, but I had already, that was so long ago that I had already left him long ago, but you know, it's, it's awesome that PrEP is around. Not only that, then you have this campaign called U equals U, and people say, well, what the heck is that? And I said, I don't know. So I researched it, and it's like persons that are HIV positive are like undetectable, you know, so that means they're untransmissible. And I guess that's what happened with me, with that first partner, and that was, you know, he was taking all his meds, and so actually there was no real, you know, like way he could infect me because he was pretty religious about taking his meds every day. So it was interesting. So yeah, I'm glad that PrEP is around now because without it, I think there's some guys that don't know their status that may have, may have HIV and when they have sex with somebody else, you know, and, you know, that other person is on PrEP, then, you know, you really cut the, you know, the risk, right? That's what it's called. The risk of getting HIV, you know, because one of the partners is on PrEP, but it's good, you know, when somebody doesn't know their status or if they do, that they're taking PrEP. So, you know, just in case condom breaks or whatever. And so, yeah, and I know that there are lots of PrEP programs and, and I heard about the one here at AOC and it's awesome because they take care of, you know, your doctor visits and the meds and the labs and, you know. And people say, well, that's an inconvenience. No, it's not. It's really convenient that, you know, it's like the vaccine for us, right, for right now. So they find a vaccine for HIV. So, yeah, get a prep. Thanks. 
Thank you, Wango69. You sexy, sexy George, you. Wango got really descriptive, and I I love that. Um, that's what I, that's the kind of stories I want to hear on this podcast. Get as descriptive as possible. Tell me everything that was going on in that situation, everything that you were feeling. When he was like, you know, he lubed my ass up. I was like, oh, girl, okay. Um, let me clutch my purse real quick. Uh, but it was hot and heavy, and I was I was here for it. And he also brought up a lot of good points. So uh, PEP and PrEP are two different HIV preventative medications. So PEP, post-exposure prophylaxis, is something you can take after you know that you've been exposed to HIV. PrEP, pre-exposure prophylaxis, is something that you can take beforehand to prevent you from contracting HIV. So I know that some people get kind of those confused um sometimes and they both sound exactly the same uh but yeah so uh there's there's two different medications for that and he also brought up u equals u undetectable equals untransmittable if an hiv positive individual is on their medication and their viral level reaches an undetectable status that person cannot pass along the virus to you now when that accompanied also with prep you're you're not going to be contracting hiv so we're going to be stopping the spread of hiv so again thank you thank you wango for for telling your story and again we want to hear everyone's stories on here we want to make this a more interactive experience i'm happy to announce that we are getting our own grinder profile so if you see the hosting logo um when you're out and about send us a message, tell us a story, um, and we're going to read it live on here. Now, not only are we getting a grinder profile, but we're also getting our very own hotline. So you can call and leave your quickie, which is what we're going to be calling them, um, stories that we can play here on the podcast. So you'll have three minutes or less to tell us your best sex story. If you don't want to come in and and tell us the whole drawn out story, you can leave a message and just still be a part of the conversation and tell us your story. That phone number is 214-702-2338. And I'll put this in the show notes. Again, that's 214-702-2338. And that that line is live right now. So you can call. It's going to go straight to voicemail. You leave your grinder handle and you tell us a story. Make sure it is um three minutes or less and also if you want to keep it anonymous let me know in the message and i will put a nice little robot filter on so no one can know your identity now you must be 18 years or older to call standard text messages rate supply all that good stuff um it's toll free you're not gonna be paying anything you're literally calling a number and leaving a voicemail Again, this is hosting. I am Prep Poppy. And until next time, guys, I can't wait to hear your story.